Good morning and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast with your host, Jessica Strong. The Dance to Learn podcast is the place for dance educators and studio owners to get the best dance teacher resources, tips, and advice to help you dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, dance teacher friends. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Strong, and today I wanted to talk about limiting distractions inside the dance studio. Now, I started my teaching career teaching in both a dance studio setting as well as inside a school setting like private preschools and public elementary schools. And what I learned in teaching inside the school settings is that there are a lot of unnecessary tools inside the dance studio that are more beneficial for older dancers than they are for younger or even beginning level dancers. And these tools are really more of a distraction than they are beneficial. Let's take the mirror, for example. So you will find a mirror in every dance studio and the mirror is a tool for advanced dancers to self-correct. It is not a tool for dance teachers to mirror teach. And when it comes to the little ones, it's really just more distracting than anything. Think about how much they just love watching themselves twirl in the mirror and think about how many times they go running full speed and splatting their hands all over the mirrors during freeze dance just because it's fun. Now you can't just go in and pull all of your mirrors out of your studio. So what can you do to limit those distractions? So first, when setting up your classroom, I always suggest that you teach your dancers in a circle. I love circles because it creates a sense of inclusivity rather than separation. It gives all the students equal opportunity to see the teacher and vice versa. So when setting up your circle, make sure that your teacher spot is facing the mirror so that your dancers backs are to the mirror. This will allow their full focus to be on you, the instructor. And if you teach in lines for your recital dances, flip your classroom around so the dancers backs are to the mirror and you are facing them. This way they can't be distracted by anything else going on in the mirror. And if you happen to have walls with multiple mirrors, I would suggest installing a curtain. This way you can quickly hide the mirror for those classes that tend to be more distracted by them. So if you notice your dancers having a hard time focusing and they seem distracted, test it out. Flip them away from the mirror and see if the mirror may have been a bigger distraction than you even realized. And now let's talk about the ballet bars. They are also in every dance studio and they are an essential tool for older, more advanced dancers. But our younger dancers, they don't need the bars at all. They should be able to perform everything on their own two feet without holding onto a bar for balance. And I would personally encourage center bar work for all dancers up until the age of eight. So how can you limit the distractions that come from the ballet bars? First, if you have mobile bars, great. I would recommend just keeping them out of the room all together during your younger and beginning dancer classes. And I know that that is not a possibility for all dance studios. So here's what I would suggest. So first, again, place your dancers in the center of the room and in a circle. Like the mirrors, when their backs are to the bars, 
they're only going to be focused on what's right in front of them in that circle. So if you have a wall that is free from bars and mirrors, you can also use that wall as your waiting station for going across the floor. This way they aren't tempted to hold onto and swing from the bars like a jungle gym. Also, having them sit and wait their turn versus standing is going to mean that they will be less likely to lean or hang on the ballet bars as they wait and watch for their turn. Now, I happen to teach in a studio where there are bars on every wall. So what I do is I give my dancers an invisible line. I take their poly dots and I put them on the floor about two to three feet away from the bars. This way, they can't even be tempted to reach up and grab them while they are waiting their turn. All right, dance teachers, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. And if you did, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. I would really love to hear from you, and I would really appreciate it. Thank you for being here with me today. I will see you next time for another episode. Happy dancing. Bye. The Dance to Learn podcast airs every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Leave a five-star review of the podcast and your review may be read on air for your chance to receive a $10 Amazon gift card. To be a guest on the podcast or for advertising inquiries, please email info at dancetolearn.co. Happy dancing!